Well, listeners, in case you didn't get enough sports today, here's an ad break that'll tell you how to watch even more sports. YouTube is the new home of NFL Sunday Ticket. And if you sign up now, you'll get the lowest full season price of the year. Just go to youtube.com slash Spotify offer to get $100 off NFL Sunday Ticket. Watch your favorite teams out of market Sunday afternoon games exclusively on YouTube and YouTube TV. All right, enough about sports. Go get more sports. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends June 6th. No refunds. But I'm going to tell you this we ain't done yet. Oink, doink. <laughs> you had that one locked and loaded, didn't you? Oh, man. Oh, yeah. I, couldn't wait. I was not prepared. <laughs> All right. That was good. Okay. That's, that's why you were gung-ho on playing the music today. <laughs> you know, of all the... Of all the significant plays in the world, in the world of sports over the years, man, Oink Doink just, it's just so perfect. Like, it's yeah. <laughs> automatically into the top five of, of sports play nicknames. Like, the Immaculate Reception, Oink Doink. Like, it's it's right there. Yeah, kick six. The kick doink. six. Yeah. Yeah. Six, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, whoever um, came up with that one, great job. Yeah, and like, it may not have even been one person because I I feel like immediately after the game I just saw it, like, like wildfire. <laughs> like it wasn't just one person's tweet, but like just everyone was was getting doink, that doink, one doink. in. Yeah, I want to say like SEC Network or somebody tweeted out doink. Yeah, with like that clip, and then everybody that was their initial thought is like oink. <laughs> um how's everyone feeling after a big weekend in df dub um got the dub um uh felt out of reach at uh early on we'll get to that later but um how's everyone feeling right now i feel great right now yeah definitely didn't like you said didn't feel great for a little while but right uh for now we're okay yep also, howdy and welcome back to the Ineligibles podcast. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, he is Chase Caldwell, and he's Hayden Garland, yeah, and I'm Will Stone, and this is the Ineligibles podcast. Um, <clears throat> uh, man, it does not feel like it's four weeks into the season. Um, I try to pretend that it's not, but um, regardless, happy to be here with you folks uh, and talking some football, but um, we've got the, the hurry up, no huddle Dilly ready? There we are. Let's throw it up there. Um, today's hurry up no huddle. Um, big surprise, uh, at least uh, for me as a uh, somewhat follower, like uh, you know, in the weeds follower of a And recruiting. Um, David Hicks committed to Texas A and M today, uh, number one defensive lineman in the twenty twenty three class uh, by way of Katie Pato um, down in Katy, Texas. Um, great looking prospect. I mean, like. You talk about stacking a position like Adam's doing on the D line right now. <laughs> like after taking eight studs last year, um, they've got two guys committed this year. One of them just happens to be the number one at his position in the country, and um, you know, kind of like could play inside out, like a 
He's like 6'4", 270, so kind of fits the profile of some other guys that we've gotten. But um, he, he could easily add some weight and wind up at like a three-tech uh, and be a pretty dang good player. But um, this one, like uh, I think A&M led for a while. And then the past couple of months, Oklahoma really had some momentum going. And, um, you know, I, I actually forgot he was committing today because I was like, oh, he's going to OU. Like, I'm not going to follow this. Like, <laughs> um, A&M recruiting has been good this this cycle. Not great, not outstanding, but it's been it's been fine. Um, they've missed on a couple of guys here lately. I'm like, man, like, we missed on some receivers. And now David Hicks, who was, you know, one of our best bets, he's – He's going to Oklahoma, but um, shocks the world and and picks AM uh, today, which was uh, very very exciting. Yeah, I saw yesterday that he was committing today um, and started to follow it. Or I was like, oh, I'm going to watch that one. Um, but everybody that I could tell really was leaning OU on that one, um, and and I kind of I just. Didn't think much more about it and until I got my text from Tex Ags today. And I was Same. like, oh, wait. <laughs> he committed to us? <laughs> That's a 979 number. What's going on? Um, so, yeah. Yeah, a big, good pickup from us. And, and one that I really kind of assumed um, might be a hard one to pick up just in general because of how much talent we have at the position. But... Um, that's what you really want to see is a, a position that you're already loaded on still landing top prospects. Cause it's about reloading, you know? And um, yeah, I think we've really shown this year that we play almost every single one of those guys, you know, even if yeah. you're freshmen. So um, I'm sure that had a big part to play. Yeah. And um, like there's a guy, his age uh, in Levius Overton, who's playing a lot for us right now. He's probably thinking, man, like, it could be me, and uh, it, it will be him next season. So, yeah, um, the, the future's bright at that position. Um, you know, with <clears throat> with the way that the roster is set up, um, it's you know this will not be another number one class unless something like drastic. <laughs> uh, like it would take a drastic change in in the current landscape for this class to be you know number one again. But um, should be a very solid, uh, you know very solid class, probably top 10 class. Um, what's interesting to me is what do we do in the portal? And, and we, we, that's a talk for another day, but um, yeah, I'm comfortable with what they're going to do on defense and recruiting, but when it comes to offense, um, I would be looking at, you know, every, every receiver that enters the portal, they're getting a phone call from Texas A&M and being like, Hey, uh, do you want to come play here? Do you want to come visit here? <laughs> like, yeah, no doubt. We've got, and we've got some great young players, but um, it's just, I think it's just a matter of having that depth. And, um, mm -hmm. you know, we'll, we'll talk more about that later in the show. But, um, you know, straight from, from, uh, from that, we'll, we'll go right into, uh, I, I didn't get the sound clip. Sorry, everyone at home, but um, we're going to do uh, a, a mid season uh, edition of Buy, Sell, Hold. Um, so, ding, 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 the market is open. Um, does anyone have something that they're dying to to buy or sell or hold? We can go either direction. Well, um, just to get us started, uh, I'm 
I'm going to sell A&M for this season. That way I can go ahead and take some losses. I um, didn't want to start wanna, with that. <laughs> I want to be able to go in and, and find some capital gains to take. And, and so I always start with my losses to take first. That way I can just build from there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's one that I'm, I'm selling just for the season. I mean, it's, uh, I think, I think we're, we're trending in the right direction, but, but at the moment there's just too many question marks for me that, um, I'm just, I'm not entirely optimistic on the, on the season. And we'll talk more about that one later. Um, let's see. Actually, I might just, just, uh, I might sell AM and and buy Arkansas, even though we just got through beating Arkansas <laughs> for, for for this for this season. Yeah, for this season specifically, yeah. because Arkansas really was a good team, um, they, and yeah. of course, y'all know I've been high on Arkansas, but um, just the their coaching staff. Uh, I think they've got a good coaching staff. Watching KJ Jefferson, I mean he he's a he's a good quarterback, and um, so I, I think I think uh, they had a little slip up with us, but uh, I think. Um, they very well will probably finish the season higher than we will. Um, hopefully, I'm proven wrong in that that aspect. Yeah, um, I'm I'm struggling to find something to sell because um, there's been you know obviously there's like four or five teams that have fired their coaches now, um, mm-hmm. and it's like oh I'm going to sell the team that just fired their coach. Yeah, well like yeah like. Like everyone would do that, so I'm trying to find something a little more compelling. But um, I think I'm going to sell TCU. Um, they were a team that I was kind of, you know, cautiously optimistic on coming into the season. Uh, they, you know, hired Sonny Dykes from SMU, who has always run, uh, you know, pretty explosive offense. They've got some really talented receivers, and they had two quarterbacks that you know, they probably felt comfortable with. But um, for whatever reason, it just it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not clicking. I mean, like mm-hmm. they're, I think they're probably still undefeated at this point, but it hasn't been that impressive. Um, so, uh, TCU was a team I thought could maybe be dark horse, big 12. Uh, I would definitely sell that as it stands today. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to dip into the penny stocks here and, and buy some Kansas. Um, oh, brother. Still cheap because it's 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 skyrocketing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm I'm getting on the ground floor of that one because um, uh, I missed the initial surge, but we're we're we've still got a long way to go for Kansas. So, um, still not ranked, uh, believe it or not. So, and Kansas State is. Oh yeah, that that has to hurt. <laughs> yeah, that but stings. Kansas looks so much better than that. Uh, ever thought I would ever see them look. So yeah. Um hoorah for parody, right? I mean it it's it, it's both of these things, but like in college football it's like, hey, do you do you want the recruiter or do you want the program builder? You know, like there's very mm-hmm. few guys that are that are both. Um and Lance Leipold is the program builder, you know, like came from a small program and uh, a small D three D three program he was super successful. Um obviously not you know, a Kirby smarter, Nick Saban type of recruiter, um, but probably a great evaluator and brought some, you know, some guys in and has obviously elevated their level of play. Um, their offense is so much fun to watch. The, the quarterback, Jalen Daniels, um, I heard someone say this the other day, if he if he played at, you know, one of the 20 helmet schools that 
people give a crap about. Uh, he's probably, you know, on on Heisman watch, but because um, he plays at Kansas, who no one cares about, um, he's he's not getting the love. But he's he's a hell of a player, and Kansas is is very fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, honestly, there's a lot of teams that I would make some sort of changes on. It's a good time to rebalance. Um, <laughs> I, I'd I'd buy some weight again. Um, they they had a. A thriller versus Clemson, but um, ultimately lost out. But I, th- I think they'll they'll continue to progress. Uh, I think it's very similar Wake team that, to what we saw last year. You know, um, I'm buying Tennessee. I think Tennessee's good this year. Um, that's no surprise to anybody if you've been watching Tennessee this year. Um, I'd buy. I thought there was one more buy. Maybe I don't have another buy. Um, <clears throat> um, I'd be selling Baylor. I was big on Baylor coming into the season. N- be selling them right now. Um, I really, I was really low on Oklahoma and USC, anyways. But um, <laughs> if I had any any for USC, I'd be selling it. That's for sure. Um, they uh, almost Na- na- I mean, narrowly escaped. Barely escaped <laughs> Oregon State to the point that I, I even you know went ahead and wrote it off as the game was over. Um but but they ultimately ended up winning in the last minute and a half. Um <laughs> selling Miami, uh, which is a lot of the oh, reason why I sold A and M. Yeah. Um that's you know, our yeah. our our real good win of the year that we felt good about. Um goes on and loses middle Tennessee state. Um, so yeah, there, there's a lot of, a lot of changes to be made. I've got quite a few buys. Um, have, have you got anything Hayden? Cause I'm about to go, about to go on a rant here on a spending spree. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, I mean, like I said, I, I would, I'm not, not down on AM, but they're definitely a sell for me. You know, we we narrowly got away with the win against Miami. We narrowly got away with the win against Arkansas. The ball bounces a few different ways against Arkansas. We lose that game. Um, you know, Clemson, I'm still I'm holding on them, I guess. Uh, they're still number five. They haven't I haven't gotten to watch a ton of them, but when I have seen them, they haven't been super impressive to me yet. Yeah. Um, in it, I, I gotta wait and see. They they finally got some competition against Wake Forest this weekend, and um, great game. It, it was, it was. Uh, I, I'm in agreement with you on the on the hold, though. That's one of my holds. Um, you know, I think DJ is much improved at quarterback. Um, you know, in Clemson, it's always been about the defense. Um, and uh, DJ, he's not a Deshaun Watson or Trevor Lawrence, but he's he's a lot better than he was last year, and just being that can get them back to the playoff. Let's see what else. Um, didn't get the chance to watch Tennessee, Florida, unfortunately, but I think I'm I think I'm buying Tennessee. Uh, Chase, I was interested why you why you want to sell Baylor here. So I, I, I wouldn't be selling them. I, th- I thought Hayden, Hayden is a Baylor homer. 
<laughs> we're working on it. It's uh, yeah, I'm in um, a little bit, but just what, tell me what you see, Mister. I don't Revisor. know. Maybe I, I might. I might. I might switch that. Say I would hold Baylor. Um, I'm not buying into Baylor right now. I guess it would be a better point. Yeah. I, I just I was really high on Baylor to the point that I'm like I think they're going to win the Big Twelve. I think they're they're going to be a force to be reckoned with this this year. And they're it's similar trajectory as A and M so far this year, where they they've been mildly disappointing. Um, where I really thought this might be the year that they just ran the Big Twelve, and I'm just not seeing it. So um, I, I'm going to switch that to a hold. I, I'm glad you uh, glad you pointed that out before I submitted my trades. Um, I, I think that I think their their game against Oklahoma State this weekend is really the the teller for me. If measuring they, tool, yeah, that's yeah, a good point. I mean, that's a it's a Big Twelve championship rematch, depending on how that turns out. Uh, you know, if they hold them close, uh, it, it it is in Waco, so if they hold them close, <clears throat> you know. I'm I'm starting to lean towards you know Baylor. Just the only reason they're down so far in the rankings because they did they did lose to BYU. Uh, they they did have some good games against well it's Albany and Texas State. So take that for what you will. But they and they Iowa did what State. they needed to against uh, yeah Iowa State. Iowa State yeah. um, beat them by touchdown this past weekend. So um, well and, definitely uh, a hold, but I'm leaning optimistic on them. Yeah, I th- I think that's I think that's a good hold. Um, and this weekend is one of the it's one of the few games that Baylor gets at home that's against a tough team. Like they have to go to Oklahoma, they have to go to Texas. Like a lot of the teams they beat last year, they have to go on the road to this year. Um, that are that are pretty good programs. But um, man, if they if they can pull it off this weekend, that's that is a huge huge deal. Um, I feel like I haven't seen Oklahoma State play at all. Like they played, like I guess they were on a bye this past week, and they were yeah. Their other two games were against crappy teams, so. Um, Hard to hard to say much about them, but um, I guess to, to pile on with the holds, um, I want to hold on Michigan. Um, bottom, you know, going into the season, uh, was slightly concerned this past weekend. Um, they, I don't believe they they covered the spread. It was like seventeen and a half, but um, they're still very good. I think. Uh, I think they have their quarterback. I think the defense is still very good. Um, I'm not rushing to buy more stock, but I'll uh, I'll keep what I got and, and feel good about it. But um, for the teams I'm buying, I mean, come on, guys, buy Minnesota, like like the the class of the Big Ten West, um, especially with how poorly Wisconsin has looked. Um, Minnesota uh, and obviously. If I can go back to the cell, I'm selling the crap out of Michigan State because they are ass. Like they came in one of those teams, you know, uh, kind of came out of nowhere last year. Had a really solid year. Um, they stink. Like they've got they got smoked by Washington. That game wasn't even close, and then uh, just dominated this past weekend. It was like 34 to three against Minnesota at one point. So. Um, and Minnesota's done that in every game they played in. Like they've they've been very efficient and very uh, very strong so far. Um, obviously, going to buy Kansas. Love what they're doing. Um, I got to watch a little bit of them play Duke, and that was a super fun game to watch. Right? Yeah, it was. Like, 
I'm gonna um, buy Duke too. I'm gonna buy Mike Elko. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like they like Duke. Uh, you know, far cry from where they were when they were given A and M hell in the Chick Fil A Peach Bowl. Um, but they like they 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 were awful the past couple of years, especially last year. But um, Elko, man, he can coach. Um, he's got it going on. Um, what's my buying here? I'll tell you what. Um, I'm gonna sell Houston. Uh, they were kind of talked about as you know maybe the class of the G5 this year. Um, not gonna happen. Um, I, I, sh- I, I meant to clip this, <laughs> but um, uh, after that game against Rice, they barely won, and um, they were asking Dana Holgerson about it. And he was like, "Just stupid stuff." And and I'm not taking responsibility for it anymore. <laughs> I was like, I'm not, I'm not sure you want to hear that from your head coach. Like, hey, this ain't, this ain't my problem. This ain't my fault. <laughs> Jeez. It's brutal. Um, that, that'll take quote of the week. Yeah. <laughs> I may try to go look up like what the full quote was, but it was something to the effect of, hey, um, I'm not at fault for our play. Our players are just, just sucking it up. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of optimism uh, out of that guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know I've been all, all, all over the board here, but lastly, I'm going to sell Colorado. Uh, they're one of the worst teams in, in D1, um, and I'm going to buy. I'm going to buy Arizona, a team that was uh, had one win last season. They are a 17 and a half point favorite over Colorado this week. Um, just like that, they're two and one, three and one. They beat. They beat North Dakota State. That was huge. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm liking what they're doing. They may make a bowl game. There's so many teams that have stunk for a long time that might make bowl games this year. Like Kansas Duke, yeah. that's, that's that's basically a bowl game. Like I bet both those teams make it into the postseason. Kansas is two two games away from a bowl game. I mean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, what, do you, what, do y'all, uh, what do y'all think about Washington? Bye. I'm I'm hesitant to go all in, but I'll I'll, I'll buy some Washington right now. Um, they play uh, on the road at UCLA this weekend, I think. Um, lo- love their coach, love love Kalen DeBoer. Uh, shout out to uh, to Fresno for for not being able to hang on to him and Washington picking him <laughs> up. <laughs> Sorry, Kyle. I know you love Kalen DeBoer, but. Um, I think they I think they look great so far. Uh I think we we got into them a little bit last week. I'm trying to remember who they play from the south, but you know, could have a USC Washington uh Pac-12 championship, you know, and um as of right now they're both undefeated. So um this is this is getting into the fun part of the season. Yeah, no doubt. Um and part of that let's segue to to the recap and just talk about what what all went on this weekend and what we saw, what we liked, what we didn't like, that kind of thing. Uh, On the Thursday game, um, I got to see parts of this, um, mainly because I was playing Hayden in college fantasy and uh, (laughs) I had had a receiver in this game. Didn't didn't do that great, uh, but I mean, I I, I did great. I beat Hayden, but um, uh, Bryce Ford Wheaton didn't do that great for West Virginia. But they won convincingly. Um, they, you know, thirty-three uh, ten over Virginia Tech. 
uh, on the road, you know, in Blacksburg uh, with Metallica blaring in the background. Um, I, I, I like what they're doing. I mean, they play at Texas this weekend. Um, watch out for the Mountaineers. But uh, I think the biggest takeaway from the weekend is that the the Big 12 is probably out of the playoff, right? I'd they imagine do. so, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're beating up on each other like they always do. Yeah. Um, and Baylor has the non-con loss to BYU. Yeah. I mean, who's their who's their best shot right now? Kansas and Oklahoma State? <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, K-State, too. No, K-State's got a loss. Lost to Tulane. <laughs> so, yeah, there we go. <laughs> Kansas, Although, uh, if a if a team that lost to Tulane two wins the Big 12, it's also not shocking either. <laughs> <laughs> and that's not even one of the schools that's joining next year. Like That's one of the schools that got stuck in the American that, that couldn't, couldn't make the move. Well, um, how about Texas Tech? I got to see a, a lot of this game. Um, you know, uh, Quinn, you were still out for Texas. Um, Hudson Carr did some good things, but um, Texas Tech just made plays when it mattered. Um, you know, they when when your best player for, for Texas, when your best player fumbles in overtime uh, to pretty much lose you the game, it's it's, it's not a good feeling. And Mm-mm. and and Bijan had a great game; like he's a fantastic player, but just horrible timing to uh, to make that mistake and. Um. Yeah, I mean, hats off to Tech for hanging in there and uh, and trading blows and coming out on top. But um, I think they have a loss to NC State. But uh, Tech looks good. Um, you know, they they're kind of back to their uh, let it rip offense. Um, uh, to bring this back to college fantasy, my receiver for them had 17 targets, um, which is just an an ungodly amount. I couldn't tell you any receiver in the past five years for Texas A&M that's had 17 targets in a game. Um, <laughs> maybe one of our tight ends <laughs> at some point, <laughs> but not a receiver. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I like what Tech's doing. Yeah, I do too. I mean, I, I was big on them coming into the year and still am. I, I think uh, I think they're doing some good things for – I mean, all intents and purposes, I wouldn't want to be in their position with staying in the Big 12 and – you know, all that kind of stuff, but, um, they've done some good things with it and, um, got a you good know, coaching th- staff put together. I think, I think the big 12 might be like appointment viewing this season. Like, like all those teams are like, they're all competent. Like, like, you know, in the past you would have a Kansas and maybe somebody else who was just like really down, just get, you know, ran over by other teams. But, now they're they're all kind of like all ten of those teams are on the same level. <laughs> like, um, you know, you may have you know two eight and four teams in the Big Twelve Championship, but like, like they're all good. But you know, it's it makes for makes for exciting television. I'll say that much. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, there was a lot of games this weekend that you know were won by one score. Um, yeah. Baylor, Baylor, Iowa State, Maryland, Michigan, um, Clemson, Wake, Clemson, Wake, Florida, Tennessee, 
Oregon, Washington State, Tulsa, Mississippi, USC. Arkansas A&M, USC. I mean, there, there's a number of games, Kansas State, Oklahoma, USC, Oregon State. Um, <laughs> it's it just uh, a lot of close games from I, – I, now, granted, I didn't watch all of those games, so some of them might have been trash time touchdowns, but yeah. um, still – you know, a lot of a lot of close games that you wouldn't expect to be close. I wouldn't have expected Oregon State to even come close to USC, and almost won that game. So, um, I don't know. I mean, when you're rooting for chaos, that's exciting to see uh, very thin spreads there. Um, hey, even uh, sorry, this one just jumped out. Even Ole Miss only beat Tulsa by a touchdown, and they're like, uh, I was checking out SP Plus over the weekend. Um, Whenever the new numbers came out, and Ole Miss is like a top seven team in the in the metrics, but yeah, um, I'm not going to try to defend that. I'm just giving you all the update. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, we'll we'll talk more more about uh, uh, future AM opponents coming up. But how about how about the number six team in the country getting knocked off by a non ranked opponent? Yeah, uh, you hate to see I it. I couldn't imagine. <laughs> Time is a flat circle. <laughs> <laughs> um, I forgot who yeah. I was telling this to this weekend, but uh, you know, back in that crazy, crazy year in college football, 2007, like uh-huh. the, the number two ranked team lost like eight times that year. <laughs> like <laughs> someone would get to number two and then lose the next week. <laughs> it was well, just. It's funny that wild. you said that because I was about to ask. Like, do you think the the number six team this year is is going to be the number eight of 2007? Because because uh, USC plays Arizona State this weekend. They're number <laughs> like, six. <laughs> yeah, they're number six right now. Trap after man. after almost losing to Oregon State, <laughs> like. Uh, I mean, yeah, if, the, oh yeah, I'm trying to think of who they play. Yeah, I mean, Arizona State's not ranked, so <laughs> that uh, that could definitely hold true. Um, I I didn't watch any of the USC game. It was on late, and you know we were uh, out and about. So um, was was really disheartened when USC came back at the end and won it. I was like, oh, they're gonna lose. Like this is awesome. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like we can. Uh, we can stop all the hype, but props to them for you know make, for, for making a play when it when it needed to be made. But um, I did watch pretty much all of the Clemson Wake Forest game, and it was uh, terrific. Um, Sam Hartman uh, was just out there balling for Wake Forest, uh, Not trying passes to my wide receivers. He wasn't. <laughs> he wasn't. He threw it to everybody else. Um, I think he had like six or seven passing touchdowns on the day. Um, really uh, great performance from him. Um, apparently, Clemson had some like some uh, defensive backs out for this game, so that that may have been why that Hartman was so successful. But uh, to not take anything away from him because he you know played awesome, but uh, you know Clemson. They've got a test this weekend against NC State, but um, with uh, we talked about it some earlier. But with, with DJ playing better, they've got a couple guys at receiver now. You know the O line isn't terrible like it used to be, uh, and they have a few good running backs. You know they they could you know maneuver their way through that conference, and you know even I mean maybe even with a loss, like still 
still get into the playoff. But because, um, like, big picture, you know, I don't know if this were to happen. I don't know if, if like, I'm not calling this to happen. But if, like we said last week, if, you know, Bama, Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan are one through four and they all make it, like, that's probably going to hurt the product a little bit. Like, I'm not sure if people want to see. First of all, it's you're probably going to get a rematch in there. At, at least one rematch somewhere, um, most likely. And uh, I don't know. I, uh, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not saying that I'm rooting for Clemson because I'm definitely not. <laughs> I hope they lose. You know, most of their games. Um, but just, just trying to think who has a chance to get into the playoff. And you know, I hope it's not two SEC and two Big Ten teams. <laughs> it's starting to look like it, though. Um, I don't. I don't think you could get Ohio State, Michigan in there, though. Because they'll have to play each other. Well, I guess you could. I guess. I mean, one would be yeah, eleven could. and one with just a loss. Yeah, to the other. yeah, yeah. I was I was thinking they'd meet in the the Big Ten championship, but yeah, that's no, they wouldn't. Yeah. Um. Well, we're talking about those two teams. Don't forget about the about the Gophers, <laughs> who I don't think either of them. I don't think either Ohio State or Michigan play. Minnesota. Could we have three Big Ten teams in the playoff? <laughs> yeah, that'll go over super well. Um, you know, in the first when they first did the 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 playoff, I think it was 2014. Their very very first ranking show had three SEC teams in the top four, <laughs> and people <laughs> people were pissed. <laughs> SEC bias. Yeah. Don't know what they're talking about. Yeah. Well, um, are there any other games that you want to recap, and then then we'll jump into the oink doink. Um, I only saw bits and pieces of Florida Tennessee. Um, I don't know if any of you guys had eyes on that one. No, I was I out a little bit of it. Um, big win for Tennessee. Um, closer maybe than than expected. Thirty-eight, uh, thirty-three. Um, but man, that, I think they're one of the few stadiums, stadiums in the country that's, that's bigger than ours. I think it's significantly bigger. I think they, they see like one twelve or something. Um, but that thing was packed the other day and it was a, uh, raucous environment. So, um, props to them for getting the dub. Uh, Tennessee plays both Alabama and Georgia this season. So, uh, well, I guess they do that every season, but. Tennessee's actually good this year, so <laughs> could make things uh, a lot more interesting. But um, I don't know. From an A&M's perspective, I'm a little bit less scared of Florida, certainly than I was after week one. But, you know, even yeah. now I'm thinking like, you know, that's not a team that's going to come in here and just, you know, give us all we can handle. Yeah, I, I feel I'm not as I'm, – I'm the same as you. I'm, I'm not as um... – concerned with them i mean i feel like they're they're more on par with us um maybe like mississippi state is so yeah uh, uh last one before we get to AM. um did y'all see the mizzou auburn ending or i guess like both endings um so it was this game was ugly as crap like it was 14 to 14 with like a little bit of time left mizzou got the ball back um and they're driving on Auburn. They're hitting big plays, and they get down to the three. 
with like a little bit of time left. And they just start kneeling it out to take a field goal instead of trying to punch it in. And they miss it. And it goes to overtime. And uh, their receiver fumbles the ball through the end zone. Game over. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I did not see that. Good Lord. Like, wow. And, and Mizzou's coach is like, uh, like, he's one of those like stack guys, and and I'm a stack guy. Like when it comes to sport, or, or at least when it comes to football, um, to some extent. But like, I don't care what the numbers say. Like, if you're on the three yard line trying to win a game, like, just play your offense. <laughs> like, yeah. Don't start taking any like thinking. Oh, like my my collegiate kicker has got this in the bag. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you should never, you should never ever assume that. Yeah. No, I, I. I might kneel it once if you're trying to get some time off the clock, you know, but then yeah. that, run the ball. Yeah. The NFL action is in full swing here at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. We're talking touchdowns, big plays, and even bigger wins. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. If that's not enough... Everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Right now, for every leg you add, you can boost your winnings up to 100%. With bigger payouts than ever, why bet on football anywhere else? To make things even sweeter, you can throw down on stepped-up same-game parlays once per game all season long. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code TPPN to get $200 in free bets If your team wins, when you place a $5 bet on any football game, that's code TPPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. So collegiate kickers. (laughs) (laughs) That's why we brought him on. (laughs) Make the segues. Um, yeah, <laughs> and being at the three yard line and things <laughs> not going your way and fumbling. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll be real. Uh, this game started off as poorly as it could have possibly started off. And yeah, like, I'm sure you guys can relate. Like I was pissed. <laughs> like I was like, we're about to get our ass kicked by Arkansas. Like this is going to be like a forty-two to three kind of game. I was I was at the Rangers game actually, uh, right next door, and I was sitting next to my cousin Stephanie, and she's in she's a Razorback, and I uh, I was just feeding her the stats of what was going on. I'm like, oh, y'all y'all just scored another touchdown. Oh, y'all scored another <laughs> touchdown. You know, and I'm like. I just knew we were getting stomped, and um, I mean, and then I, we then we had a fourteen point swing, basically. You know, um, they should have had a touchdown. We had to go another way. So I, I was at that game, and I was I was texting Alexa during that, and I'll give her props. She was trying to like cheer me up and everything, but I was like, I'm I'm not having it. We look like crap. Like th- this is this is the last game I'm going to. I'm not going to keep. <laughs> Well, uh, this year, and I think it will be regardless anyways, but I was like, you know, I'm not going to keep hyping myself up just to watch all this disappointment, and she was trying to cheer me up. I was like, I am I was not having any of it. It it was it was rough, and then, yeah, we turned it around. Yeah, uh, that, that play, um, 
where they fumbled the ball and we ran it back. Uh, one of the wildest plays I think I've ever watched live at a A&M game, you know? Yeah. Um, just because it, it – I mean, the fumble was great. I mean, everything about the, the play was great. But, I mean, how many times do you have that exact same play and the player doesn't hand it off? Right. You know, like – I I was I was shocked when that happened, and then I was shocked that they didn't blow it dead. Um, That's what I was shocked by, because by the time he he uh, he got stopped, I was like, "All right, yeah, good good fumble recovery, good goal line stop." And I I turned away, and I don't I don't know what I was looking at or whatever, but I turned away from the play, and then all of a sudden everybody's still cheering, and I'm like, "What's going on?" I look up, and there he goes. There's Debonny just streaking down the sideline. Yeah, and I'm like, I, how, how did that happen? I was like, that's that's not even the same guy. <laughs> what, what happened there? You know, I was like, but I was, I was just waiting on a flag. I was like, there's no way this is going to stand. <laughs> I, like, I was I was waiting on them to review it. Yeah, and um, and of course I don't know if that was a reviewable thing if they didn't blow blow the whistle, but um, I was definitely waiting on them to review it. And I I, I wonder, do you think that that's why we messed that point after. You think it was we were trying to get that snap off real quick to where they couldn't review it? That's a good point because, like, uh, I, like, like when the play happened, I was like celebrating, and then like, I was like, you, I was like, okay, I was like, are they going to review this? And then like, I kind of looked away for a second, and then I look up, and our our punter is throwing a pass to our kicker, and I'm like, what the hell are we doing here? Yeah, <laughs> and, that was my initial thought. I was like, I was like, no, what, what? Oh my gosh, you know, and then I was like, wait, no, I'm cool. That's cool. That, you know, that, they, that, that could, that they didn't review been it. it. <laughs> that, uh, yeah. I'm fine with them not reviewing it. <laughs> um, so, uh, for uh, full disclosure, I, I watched this game uh, at a wedding. Uh, <laughs> the first few drives on my phone, but this wasn't, uh, this was half an Aggie wedding. Um, so they actually had two projectors that, came down on each side of the DJ and they broadcasted the game on there. So like that's cool. That's cool. Um props to them for doing that. Props to uh Ike and Maddie for getting married and uh yeah and, and having cool uh vendors that do stuff like that. But yeah if you if you're gonna if you're gonna get married during football season and you do that, okay I'm I'm happy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if you don't do that and you get married during football season, eh. yeah. Yeah. But like uh know your audience, you know. So I I think we had it was 14-7, right? Cuz we had like played like crap but then finally had a good drive and like got in the end zone and they had, you know, obviously gotten all the way down to the 5. So like where I was sitting, I was actually facing opposite of the screen and I was like, eh, you know, like I don't even want to watch this. I'm going to eat my my barbecue or whatever. And um, I'm sitting across from Zach Matthews, and uh, he just stands up. He just goes, go. And like, <laughs> like he just stood up real fast. I was like, what's happening? And I turn around, and, <laughs> you know, I'm watching, you know, Tyreek Chappelle uh, running with the ball. I had no idea how he got it. And, um, you know, then he hands it to Damani, and he does the rest. But, um, you know, we might look back at the end of this season uh, and be like, man, if if not for that, <laughs> like <laughs> this could have this could have really been bad. But um, all in all, uh, obviously not not our strongest performance. Um, 
you know, I think on offense, at least after the first couple of drives, um, they started to figure some things out. Um, you know, Moose Muhammad, I'm sure most folks will, will, will know, you know, tough day at the office. Um, some dumb penalties, uh, probably should have had a touchdown, uh, long touchdown pass. If he, uh, you know, stays on his route at a hundred percent. Um, but you know, you, you live and you learn, um, you know, A&M fans have been calling for him to play a lot for two years. Well, now he's going to play. <laughs> and, um, I, I don't expect he'll keep making mistakes like that, uh, every, every game. And a couple of those flags, I thought, I thought it was a little, a little ticky tack on, on a couple of them, but, um, mm-hmm. regardless, uh, you know, I, I expect his awareness, you know, of the game and, uh, and things like that to improve. And, um, I think he can be a playmaker for us still. Yeah. There was, there was like one drive or maybe one and a half drives there that it was just like somebody get him off the field. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's, it's just, it was a Murphy's law situation. Like anything that could go wrong was going wrong and it was all on number seven. And I'm like, okay, we've got to put somebody else in, you know, and, and get him out of there for a little bit just yeah. to reset. You know, I mean, yeah, that is when, something starts going wrong and then you just start snowballing. Like you just need to hit the reset button. And I think he's a great player. I think, I think he'll, he'll do just fine. Um, but hopefully that was a big learning experience for him because as good of a player as he is, um, I, I think, I think that's bound to, uh, bound to have been a, a big time, gut punch for him to have yeah. that many mistakes go wrong that many times in a row, you know? Yeah. Well, I'm sure, uh, I'm sure film study the next day was a lot of fun for him. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure the coaches, uh, uh probably have, have, have got him right. But, um, yeah. for uh, a few more positives, um, I thought the offensive line had its moments on Saturday. Um, I, full disclosure, I did not re- I have not rewatched the app state or Miami games. Um, just, couldn't bring myself to do it. It took me, you know, two and a half, three weeks to finally get over uh, that kind of thing. So, you know, we get we got back, uh, and the no huddle was posted for our, our game against Arkansas. I was like, okay, I'm going to watch this full game and see what the O line's doing and, and see see what the problem is. But um, I think they've improved every game. Um, they, uh, you know, obviously they got Bryce back against Miami, and that was a big a big boost. But like. Uh, there were times where, you know, the pass pro was really good. Um, not all the time, but a, lo- a lot of the time it was. Um, there were times where the run blocking was exceptional. We're like, you know, we executed, you know, to perfection and blocked the guys we're supposed to and blocked them well. Um, there was other times where, you know, like especially on, you guys probably remember this, but it was late in the game and um, there were, I think we like fumbled a snap or something. Um, and there was a guy in, in Max's face, like immediately. Um, that's, I hope they throw that play out of the playbook. Like they were trying to pull Layden Robinson to block the defensive end, like on a passing play. And I'm like, that's really dumb. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, he's, he's not really a, a speed guy. He probably can't get out there. And and square up a defensive end that's you know screaming off the edge with his with his ears pinned back. So um, hopefully they're like, okay, that didn't work. Let's let's ditch that from the playbook. But 
Um, yeah. All in all, th th there were some encouraging things, um, but it wasn't all great. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, quite frankly, we got outplayed in this game. We really didn't deserve to win the game, I didn't feel like. But we won, and that's all that matters. Um, but I, I just – anytime we play like that, I'm like, I really hope we glean something from that, you know. Yeah. And, and, and football is the ultimate, you know, small sample size sport. And, yeah, it just feels like there's like there a play or two here and there, like just a few things away from really clicking. And uh, right. I, I agree with that. that. That's a that's thank you. You kind of formulated my my words for me um, <laughs> of the, the and sorry to interrupt you, but you're good. Um, I feel like I'm like really dogging on A&M today and I don't mean to. It's you just all our stock. <laughs> yeah, well, I immediately. Um, that's just that's how I always do it. I always I always take my losses first and then figure out the gains to offset them. Um, but I um, I don't know. I, I think we've got we've got some good pieces. We've just got to we've got to turn that corner. And each game I go into saying like hopefully this is the one that we turn the corner i just didn't feel like we were close to turning that corner this game yeah. and hopefully hopefully that changes this week you know yeah i do think and you know, obviously you can't just assume this yet you still have to go out and make the plays but if if max johnson does connect with moose on that long play and you know we have like a 60 yard touchdown that that probably changes the way we feel about things like we're we're probably a little more upbeat and like, hey, like, you know, we can throw the ball downfield and uh, and and make some explosive plays. But, um, you know, I think, and we'll get to this in a second. But basically, your entire receiving core and your tight end core and everyone except for Achan is new. They're mm -hmm. they're young guys. They're first and second year players. Um, a lot of them first year players. Um, super talented, but just just not experience like it's uh and you know we can you know gripe all day until we're blue in the face about jimbo's offense and how complicated it is but that's the situation we're in and um i think at least for this season uh if if these young guys can get on the same page and click this can still be a really good team but yeah um it's 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 a it's a tough order um but well, I don't expect them to be world beaters, but um, to your point, we've got the talent. It's just young. Um, so we got to get the fundamentals down. And, you know, had he caught th that long pass, had we not made some of the dumb penalties and, and things like that, I would feel better about it because that's what I want to see. It's not that, not that I want us to – go out and be blowing teams out. It's that I want us to see, I want us to be very sound fundamentally. And right. then, you know, if we can get sound fundamentally, that's going to turn that corner for us. And, um, just inexperiences keeping us from getting there. And, but with every game comes a lot more experience. So I, I expect that we'll be there by the end of the season, but, um, I just 
I had hoped coming into the season it would have happened a lot faster. Yeah. Um, and obviously the, you know, changing quarterbacks you know, after two games probably doesn't help. Um, yeah. And then, you know, uh, I don't want to give props to A-Chain. He's played, you know, absolutely phenomenal. Uh, yeah, he's our whole team. Last few games. Um, mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, I do want to, you know, have a, uh, a moment for Nye Smith. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, confirmed, uh, you know, for, for Billy Lucci, he is out for the season. Um, had surgery this week. And uh, by the way that, that Billy worded the tweet, you know, his his words were, you know, Anaya should be back in time for pre-draft workouts. I'm going to make the assumption, and it's not a done deal, I'm making the assumption that Anaya says, let people know, hey, I'm going to go to the NFL after this. Um, that could change. You know, I'm just using the context clues that we have today. That's my expectation. And, you know, if this is the last we've seen of Anaya and Maroon and White, um, it's been fun. I've, I've loved, loved having him on our team. Um, he's probably my, you know, my favorite player from the Jimbo era, you know, so far, um, just super passionate, uh, heck of a leader. Um, you can tell his, you know, his, his, his passion and energy just through the way that he plays and, you know, his, his mannerisms and his antics. Um, it's, it's been great having him here. I was going to miss him next year. Uh, it really sucks for this team that, you know, he won't be on the field for the next eight games. So, um, yeah. hats off to you, Anias. Um, we, we, uh, have really enjoyed having you, but, um, hope you kill the NFL if that time comes. Yeah, me too. And I would love to have him back, but you know, I wouldn't blame him at all if, if he moved on to the NFL because, you know, having one injury, an injury like what he just had really hurts your draft stock, but, if he did come back next year and he got injured again, now he's he's a injury threat and and that's right. even worse. So um, wouldn't blame him at all if yeah. if he moved on. But yeah, he's done incredible things here A and M. I think every Aggie would say that they're very thankful that for the time that he played for us. I would. He's a that's a big blow to our team with him gone. Um, in, but in some way, and and to be silver lining on on in, injury, I hate injuries so bad. I, I don't care what team you play for. I, I just really hate that for the kids. And but to be kind of corny, maybe, um, maybe this could turn out to be something that's really good for our team moving forward. Um, kind of like like a, a team building thing because he is such a leader. I can't imagine him being, you know, one that is now going to work with the strength and conditioning coaches the rest of the year and not be on the sideline right. at practice. And it could be like a a uh, it could be like a Phil Coulson moment for the Avengers, you know, where <laughs> they lose they lose their 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 bond there, and then they all say you know rally around it. Um, so I could I could very well see him be one that is kind of a player's coach, you know, out there yeah. um, helping his teammates and and trying to get them there. And then now they have the added pressure of we have to do it because we don't have him to bail us out, you know. And right. and I, I think I think that could 
we could see that cause a lot of growing up in our wide receiver core, and that's what we need there. So, uh, I it could be beneficial, but you know that's that's the touchy feely stuff that you don't know you don't know whether that'll pan out to be true or not. He may not ever come back to practice. You can never tell. <laughs> but um, it, it, that's what you hope for, anyways. If you want a silver lining, yeah. but yes, thank. Thanks for everything, Anias. We we appreciate it. Hats off to you, and thanks for being such a good Aggie. Yeah. Um, well, and, and like you said, you know, like uh, it's 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 now time for you know, like it's if you're if you're Yul Keith Brown, if you're Moose Muhammad, you know, if you're you know Evan Stewart and Chris Marshall, Noah Thomas, all these freshmen, um, or, or Devin Price or Chase Lane, like this is this is your time to. Uh, to take a step. And, mm-hmm. um, as far as like the same position, like, I think, like, I think you'll Keith is kind of like the plug and play guy there. Like he's, you know, he's definitely more of a slot. Um, which I mean, I think you'll Keith has a, a super high ceiling here at AM. So, um, I hate that it's coming at the, at the expense of an IS, but, um, one, one silver lining is pretty much everyone that you see catch a pass for AM the rest of the season, with the exception of a chain, is definitely going to be here next year <laughs> like, yeah, and, and maybe true. him too. But um, that's, that is, you know, part of the, uh, the bright spot. Yeah. Well, um, let's dive into this week and, and talk a little Mississippi state. Um, I don't really know how to feel about Mississippi state. I, I don't know if I'm, you know, optimistic or pessimistic about the game. I, I really don't know how to feel. Um, they've been up and down like any leech team. Um, playing there is always harder. They're, of course, been our Achilles heel for years. Um, but this is a game that we need to win. You know, we really, we really need to win this game. Um, I just don't see if we lose this game, it's going to snowball in Alabama. Uh, that's yeah. the way I feel about it. Uh, and we're going to end up three and three in the first six games. If we win this game, I think that gives us optimism going into Bama and we may play them a lot better than if we were playing Bama this week. I don't think that we play them all that well, but this could be a big building weekend for us. If we can go in and put on a bit of a clinic and, and play sound football, if we play sound football this weekend, it gives me a lot of excitement going into Bama that I'm still not ready to say we're going to go beat Bama, but uh, it could be a big step for us. Yeah. It's, it's another week with Max getting the reps at quarterback. It's another week for guys to get healthy. Um, you know, we still haven't really seen McKinley Jackson yet, and he's your most veteran guy on your defensive line. You know, you've, mm-hmm. you've been playing, you know, Fidel Diggs, Alva Regis, and about 12 freshmen on the defensive line, it seems like. Yeah. So um, it'd be it'd be really nice to get McKinley back this week for, you know, at least to get some reps before we play Bama. But mm-hmm. um, I'm, I'm oddly confident about this game. Um, you know, I, I'm typically not when we go play over there, um, especially with Leach and, you know, after what he did to us last year. But um, I don't know. And, like, kind of as a – a look at the whole season. I think Arkansas is probably the second toughest team we'll play all year. Mm-hmm. And I think it's probably by a pretty good margin. Um, so A&M doesn't have to be dominant to win a bunch of games this season. Um, not to, you know, 
speak bad of Ole Miss or Auburn or or Florida or or Mississippi State, but um, A and M should beat all these teams if we're being honest. And um, mm-hmm. you know, what gives me confidence is you know, I I love our defensive backs. Um, I know you know Air Raid, they're going to throw it probably 50 times this weekend, if not more, <laughs> like yeah. that's what they're going to do. And, you know, this is a game for guys like Bryce Anderson and guys like Antonio Johnson and Brian George, um, uh, and all the defensive backs like Tyreek Chappelle, Jalen Jones, um, Damani, um, you're probably going to see a lot of those guys on the field. And, um, mm-hmm. I, I, I like it, you know, I hate playing this kind of offense, but we, are pretty well equipped to, you know, hold our own against it. Um, yeah. I'm interested to see what does, like, what does Durkin do in terms of pressure? You know, is he going to, you know, play three down and, you know, try some blitzes? Um, that's kind of what I would expect. Um, he was actually, you know, with Ole Miss last year, his defense played pretty well against Mississippi State. They ended up winning that game by a decent margin, but, um, I don't know. You know, it feels like last year they just picked us apart and it was tough to watch. So um, I hope that uh, our, our scheme is a little bit more prepared this year. Yeah. I think the, I think the recipe to winning this game is going to come from scoring points in the first half. Um, because I, I think our defense is equipped to, to handle their offense um, and our defense. I mean, that's going to be that's the strength of our team, and it's going to be the whole year. Uh, there, there's no doubt about that. But if we go out and we we score three or four touchdowns in the first half, then I think we've got a pretty good shot. You know, we we need to take some of the wind out of their sails. And and the reason I say that is, if you come out and really play good defense right out right at the beginning um, against an air raid offense, they're going to have some really quick three and outs. And your mm-hmm. defense is off the field, and and your offense is back out there, and you do that, you stack that three or four or five times, and you really take a lot of their hope away. And um, when you're playing in a hostile environment, if it's a close game, all through the game, that's going to be tough, you know. But if we go out and we we hold them to some three and outs early, and then we m- capitalize on that by scoring whether it's a touchdown or field goal just getting points on the board that's where the key to it is or if we can be up by a few scores going in half i think that's what really takes that wind out of their sails you know and so um i think that's the key to beating any air raid um we're equipped to be able to do that on defense question is is our offense good enough against their defense to do it going back to what we said earlier I do think that we have the talent and the skill to be able to do that, but can we play sound football and make it happen? Um, And that's the corner that we need to turn. And I would say for the optimism, this is as good of a team as ever to finally turn that corner with, you know, this is, this is, this is one that you can go out and you can dominate early. And if you do dominate early, it gives you a lot of confidence to where, I mean, when you're playing a, a team like this, they're going to be very, you know, make it or break it team. And 
if you break them and you you blow them out, that's going to give us a lot of confidence going into Bama. You know, so yeah. um, it can happen. I, I mean, I really and truly do think it it happen. It could happen because even if we're playing the boring offense of not really throwing it down the field and all of that, if they're going three and out every time they come out there on the field, then we're we could play that and still run up the the score. You know, so, yeah. Um, um, I, I got this stat from uh, our friend Robert Barons. Shout out to Robert, uh, RCBO5 on Twitter. Um, in, in Mississippi State's four games, uh, they've played one one passing defense that's inside the top 100. Uh, so the other three they played are some of the worst passing defenses in the country. And I'm pretty sure AM is a top 10 passing defense. I, I could be mistaken. Um, depends on the metric, but. Um, our pass defense is, is is pretty good, I think. Um, and they're the one game they did play against a non non terrible pass defense was against LSU, and they had 289 yards of total offense, and that's not that good for an air raid for an air raid team. Um, mm-hmm. They lost 31 16. Um, you know, they had two touchdowns. Actually, they had one touchdown. Uh, they had three field goals in the game. Um, if we get that performance, not saying that we will, we're going to win this game going away, but, mm-hmm. um, you should have to go out and do it. And I, I am confident. I'll probably change my mind five minutes into this game and be not confident. Um, <laughs> but I mean, I could be wrong. You know, this could be the week that things click for us and, um, you know, maybe the matchup's good and maybe we go out there and dominate. But I think, yeah. you know, I'm pretty sure they're still favored. Uh, favored by four. Yeah, I, I I don't understand that to be honest. Um, I mean, I know home field gets a couple of points, but um, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm, I'm not seeing it. So uh, yeah. I'm pre- I'm prepared to be wrong and come back on next week's show and tell you about it. But <laughs> I don't know. I feel I feel good about this one. Yeah, I I do too. Um, I just want to see what what Mike Leach would say about the game. Really, yeah. Know? I haven't watched his uh, press conferences, but you know how much I like Mike Leach. I do know how much you like Mike Leach. Um, in fact, <laughs> uh, do we want any background or we just want to get into the video? No, just say play it. Okay. Uh, disclaimer, um, this is not uh, – this is for informational purposes only, and this is not financial advice. Yeah, I, I – <laughs> I don't agree with any financial advice that might be gleaned. <laughs> Information purposes only. Hey, this is Mike Leach. I'm reaching out to Chase from Will and Brittany. Hey, they tell me that uh, you're a financial advisor and your name is Chase. <laughs> you got to be kidding me. I mean, they, they. so your parents did you that on, uh, on purpose? I mean, right out the bat, uh, Uh, Right off the bat, they figured on making you a financial officer. Well, I'll tell you what. They picked the right name, the right person. Will and Brittany think a lot of you. And we want to wish you a happy birthday. Happy 30th birthday. I'll tell you what. Making money hand over fist, uh, turning 30, going into the, uh, the 30s, which is one of the funnest decades ever. It gets better as you go on, but it's a lot better than the 20s. Uh, because one, you have money, and two, you begin to get things kind of mapped out. And uh, and so obviously, I would definitely want to talk to you 
uh, some about stocks before I made any serious investments uh, because under the best of circumstances, those are scary because uh, stocks are nothing more than uh, legalized gambling. And um, you know what they say about gambling, the house always wins. And so uh, as a result, I do it with a certain amount of apprehension. And uh, and then, of course, crypto, uh, crypto, as far as I'm concerned, is basically a pyramid scheme. Maybe you can talk me uh, back on the rails with that. And then obviously, the uh, uh, the more of the metals that uh, you can get nowadays, probably the better off you are. But I really am tempted in this day and age to start uh, burying mason jars in the backyard uh, and uh, save it up for a rainy day. But I'll tell you what, I mean, this is your birthday, so you don't want to think about all that. What you want to do is get together with your friends, have a great time, let it rip. Because, hey, you know, you uh, to, since it's your birthday, that's a Wolf of Wall Street day for you. So you need to get uh, Will and Brittany, have a tremendous time. Everybody that you like, uh, eat the stuff you want, go the places you want, and you'll know how to do it. Financial advisor, Wolf of Wall Street, hey, that's, a, that, that's your birthday. Hey, make it happen, and I wish you the very best. And Chase, most of all, happy birthday. Coming on, Mike. It's, it's very nice of you to join us, Mike Leach. We appreciate that. Um, yeah, thanks, Mike. I really appreciate it. Uh, I don't know that I'm opening an account for him. I, I think I'm going to have to tell him to find a different guy. Yeah, uh, I think it's a good fit. Yeah, just just too many reteaching to go on there. Uh, he seems pretty set in his opinions. Yeah, he is an old dog, so maybe I'll be opening any new tricks. <laughs> I think of everybody though, he could probably bury some money in the backyard and still be fine. Um, he's probably got one. He's probably got jars buried at every stadium that he's coached at. Yeah. I bet you're right there. I bet you're right there. He he I very much expect him to be like a Ron uh Swanson type that has yeah. just like ready to go. He just hits his desk and he's got like a whole kit ready to go for the apocalypse. But yeah. Um and every jar has an index card with his entire playbook on it. <laughs> Imagine your whole play, playbook being on an index card, you know. Did you guys see that just picture nice. of Jimbo? Uh, yes. With, the, with like the the filing cabinet full of paper. It's like, like, like yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, what are we gonna uh, call here? It's a third and two and a half. Call number one seventeen. One seventeen. You know. <laughs> Instead of the wristband, our players just have a whole sleeve. <laughs> every, every play number on it. Oh, Lord. Oh, man. Um, so, yeah, uh, I guess let's wrap it up here. Uh, we're going kind of long today, but um, this this coming up weekend is just so loaded with with quality games. Uh, we can't – it's it's not worth it to get out of here early. So, um, you know, there was a – a weekend last last season that we dubbed uh, Separation Saturday. Um, I'm going to go ahead and give that moniker to this weekend. Um, mm-hmm. A lot, a lot of big, uh, big outcomes will be determined from this weekend. Um, first and foremost, uh, Friday night, uh, number 15, Washington at UCLA, uh, 9:30 on ESPN. Um, Washington wins this, and you know they probably have the inside track to make it to the Pac-12 title game, uh, even with, you know, maybe a loss somewhere else. But 
Um, they've been impressive so far. And UCLA, I, th- I think UCLA is undefeated. Um, they're not ranked, but they're undefeated. Um, you know, just as big a game for them, you know, playing at home against a, a ranked opponent. So um, it's the, the Pac-12 is a super interesting league. Man, UCLA's got a tough stretch. <laughs> Sorry, I, just yeah, I, was good, I was just looking at that. Uh, they play host Washington this week, host Utah the next week, go to Oregon the following week. So uh, pretty pretty tough stretch for the Bruins. Um, but, yeah, that's that's definitely a game of interest. Yeah, it is. Um, I, I uh, You didn't mention BYU-Utah State. Um, but I think it's just because you won't be there. But yeah. uh, I'm going to that game tomorrow. I can't wait. Wish I could. Uh, that'll be a fun one. I think Kentucky's going to beat the brakes off of Ole Miss. Really? Um, yeah. I, I'm, I, I just – I'm not buying Ole Miss this, this season. And um, I, I think – I think Kentucky's gonna gonna separate themselves there. Yeah, um, I'm actually I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna fight you on that. Um, okay, I think Kentucky's the most overrated team in the country right now. <laughs> really? <laughs> like, oh, like, like, why are they number seven? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like SEC bias. It is SEC bias. I mean, get get Danny Cannell on here to to educate everybody about <laughs> how egregious <laughs> this is. Why don't um, you make a bet on it? Hmm. You know, uh, the the Andy Staple Show does some pretty uh, some pretty off the wall bets. Like, um, there's a you know that that super hot like chip. It's like it's like a gag gift. Like it's not a real chip, but like it's just so insanely like spicy. Chip challenge. Yeah, it's that thing. Yeah, um, that thing. They made a bet on that where they had to eat it live on the next show. Um, not willing to go out on that kind of limb for Ole Miss. <laughs> but <laughs> I'll eat a Cool Ranch Dorito. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And that's about as far as I'm going on that. Yeah. Um, but I do think, um, you know, I think I mentioned earlier in the show that the the the, the numbers really like Ole Miss. Um, I'm honestly not entirely sure why, um, but uh, I'm just not – I'm not big on Kentucky. Um, I don't know if they can score with, with Ole Miss. Um, their quarterback is apparently a pro prospect, but their offense is kind of crappy, so – don't understand how that works, but um, and it's at, it's in Oxford, so um, I would I'm taking Ole Miss there. Um, if y'all can think of some exciting bet uh, that we can that we can wager, uh, I'm I'm all for that. But not any, yeah. I'm not doing the one chip challenge, not doing the hot ones, not doing um, anything uh, that's going to cause me bodily harm. So <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I think I think um, I think additional gastroesophageal reflux is not something that I want. So, it's probably not good uh, for you. <laughs> no, I, I don't believe that that would be ideal. Um, I'm going to get a call from your from your mom and from Emily and be like, what did y'all do to Chase? <laughs> um, I, uh, uh, we already mentioned Baylor, Oklahoma State. That's going to be a good one. Um I think Wake Forest has the edge over Florida State. Still going to be a good game. I don't know. Oregon State almost beat uh, USC last week, so maybe they can uh, pull an upset against Utah. We'll see. You know, uh, I meant to put I meant to put Florida State in my in my teams I'm buying earlier. Um, I'm not saying that like this is going to be a very competitive game against Wake Forest, um, mm-hmm. but Florida State was a team coming in that 
you know, I thought I thought Mike Norvell might end up on the hot seat. And, um, you know, especially after losing, you know, what's his face that went to Jackson State, the uh, Travis Hunter, the number one player in the country last year. Um, that was incredibly embarrassing for Florida State. And, um, you know, obviously it's just one guy that, that you didn't get, but um, they've been pretty mediocre since he's been there. But, you know, I've watched them a handful of times. I like the quarterback, Jordan Travis. Um, they're a they're they're a good they're a good football team. They're a quality top twenty five team, um, and uh, you know they're playing at home against a really good Wake team. This could go either way, but um, on the on the season, I, I like what Florida State's doing so far. Yeah, I, I do too. I mean, I I think I give Wake the edge because I, I'm high on Wake, but um, I've been impressed with Florida State that they. they uh, I think you you had a good summation there. Um, what do you think about Alabama Arkansas? Man, if if I had to pick one game, and I think all these are like a lot of these games are at two thirty. Um, if I only have one TV, I'm setting it to this game just just because of the implications on the team that I root for. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm I'm on record saying this. Alabama team is not that good. Like they don't suck. Obviously, like they're by other people's standards, they're a good team, um, but they're not a great team. They're they're just not. Um, they do not have the level of, of receiver play that they've had in the past, and that made them so unstoppable. <laughs> like from yeah. 2018 until like even last year when they had Jamison Williams and, and John Mechie, um, it was a cheat code. Like you you could play your best game and like you know and and win on a on a down to down basis and then oh 70 yard touchdown mm-hmm. game over um and i don't think they have those kind of guys so um i'm hoping these teams just beat up on each other and alabama is limping into the game next week <laughs> but, i hope so too <laughs> um but arkansas is physical man like you know uh i mean we just played them but like o line full of full of grown men, you know, guys that have played a lot of football. Um, uh, their quarterback is 240 plus pounds. Uh, their running back is 225 plus pounds. Like they're, they're just a physical downhill football team. And um, I don't know. I, I think it's going to be a lot closer than what the spread is, which is like 15 or 16 points. Yeah, I think it will be too. I'm, I'm anxious to watch that game for sure. Um, Clemson NC state will be a good game as well. Um I don't know. I'm circling USC Arizona State. I, I uh, will the number six team in the nation get knocked <laughs> off by a non-ranked opponent at home? It might be the third time that happens this season. Who does USC play the following week? This this may be an every other week kind of deal. Uh, next week they play Wazoo. Yeah, Washington State also at home. Oh, okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bet you, or not, I'm gonna bet you. I'm gonna call it right now. They are losing to Washington State next week <laughs> if, <laughs> if they're if they're ranked number six or not, which they probably still will be. But um, that that's a game they're losing. So, sorry, sorry, Trojans, but um, it's it's already been written. It's it's already been decided. So I would like that pattern better, anyways, because then it's like every two weeks it happens. Yeah. So. I'm down for that. Well, number seven is going to lose this week. So, 
<laughs> That's what they're um, saying, apparently. <laughs> um, there was one at the top. Uh, Oklahoma TCU, I don't think, is super compelling. Um, I, I think Oklahoma probably waxes them. Um, Texas Tech at K-State, that's that's a good game. Um, yeah, that's going to be an entertaining one. Uh, K-State sneaking into the top 25 at number 25. Um, you know, if they if they want to be a real contender, you know, they're going to have to win the home games like this. Like, Tech is a good team, but they're not like a Big 12 stalwart yet. So, mm-hmm. um, K-State really needs that one. Um, Michigan and Iowa uh, wouldn't watch this if you paid me to. <laughs> um, uh, by the way, I, I did want to give an update that uh, Iowa and Rutgers did go over last week. Um, the over/under was thirty-four and a half, and there were thirty-seven points scored in the game. Um, so, congrats to that <laughs> for, for that amazing offensive output. <laughs> Speaking of Rutgers, they're about to get. Absolutely murdered by Ohio State. Um, <laughs> I don't know if we've talked about Ohio State at all today, but they uh, just steamrolled Wisconsin this past week. Uh, it was never, it was never competitive. Um, this week will be even worse because Ohio State's the real deal, and Rutgers is is pretty bad. So um, that's that's going to be it's going to be ugly. I'm all all for that for fantasy because I need a win. <laughs> I, I'm, I think I'm, I'm three and one. I'm playing you this week, and I looked at who your teams are playing. And I'm like, God dang it! <laughs> you have you have some really good matchups this week. Yeah. Last week I played I played the I didn't play my receiver Keaton Thompson from um, Virginia, but I did play the quarterback, and somehow the receiver scored more points than the quarterback did. <laughs> so that was a bummer. Yeah. Um, how about how about Cal? Uh, I don't know who they're playing this week, but you've got that Cal running back, that freshman, that had like fifty fantasy points last yeah. week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he he did well for me last week. Yeah, I was looking at your team. I was like, who the hell is this guy? He probably didn't do anything. Oh my god, he crushed it last week. <laughs> he had four touchdowns. Uh. He's so going to be one of those that's up and down all the time. So yeah, we'll see. They're, uh, they're at Wazoo. Cal, Cal is sneaky good. Um, uh, narrow loss to Notre Dame by like a touchdown. It's like their only loss of the season. Um, they can make some noise at, at Wazoo. Um, LSU at Auburn. Um, Auburn. Auburn never wins at LSU. I guess except for last year, it's like the first year they'd they'd done it since like '98 or something like that. Um, and they're riding high after their big <laughs> their big uh, unlikely win over Missouri. But um, I think it's interesting. I mean, I st- like LSU has been a little bit a little better than I expected over the past few weeks. Um, but uh, it wouldn't shock me at all to see them drop this one. No, me neither. I'm not sure if there's much more to say about yeah, Oklahoma, I was gonna State, say, uh, Oklahoma State and Baylor. Um, 
we talked about that a little bit already. Um, if I feel like it, it's, is it a must win for both these teams? Um, yeah, absolutely. I mean, Baylor's already got the loss on the season. Yeah. Cause, and, cause last season it was kind of the same deal. And then like Oklahoma state beat Baylor in the regular season. And then like, we kind of wrote Baylor off and then they pulled off or like they ran off a bunch of wins down the stretch and, and won the conference. But, um, I think the road, you know, we talked a little bit earlier about their schedule. The road gets a lot tougher, um, even even after Oklahoma State. So um, they need this one. I mean, Oklahoma State, it's Spencer Sanders' senior year, and um, I've never been a, a huge fan. He's just too, too Jekyll and Hyde for, for my taste. But, um, you know, sometimes there's, there's – especially at quarterback, there's guys that – they get to their senior year and everything just clicks and you know, they, they don't miss a beat. So um, you could see him really break out in this game. And uh, if he has a big performance and, and they win the game, um, yeah, their, their stock's going to, it's, it's going to be going up. Yeah. I, I think, I think it's, I think we're going to learn a lot about both of those teams from that game. So and really, I'm I mean, excited to see that one. I, I guess that just that, Two thirty, three o'clock time slots going to be chock full of good games. You know what other game is at two thirty? Kansas, the best Kansas one on the calendar. Kansas hosts Iowa State. <laughs> game day still to go, won't go there to go five and zero. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they got a real uh, shot at it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, does, does anyone know where game day is this week? I haven't even looked. Like I have Clemson. no clue. Ah, of course, oh, yeah. that makes sense. And the Hurricanes um, probably going to push them. You know where there's not hurricanes? <laughs> In Lawrence, Kansas. <laughs> where, where are they? Where does Kansas play? There's, there, there is cycle. And they host there, TCU though. next week. Come on, that's 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 prime time. They have a lot of home games. <laughs> uh, I bet the I bet the back half of their schedule is just like at Baylor, at Oklahoma State, at Oklahoma, <laughs> and then our entire our entire Kansas narrative is going to go down the drain <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah after after this week and next week they go to oklahoma baylor come back for oklahoma state go to lubbock host texas and then go to k-state so yeah not a not a lot of uh time spent at home after this speaking of texas um i don't want to say this is a must win or it's a make or break but Lose this one at home to West Virginia, and you're looking at five and seven again. Like you, you cannot screw around and lose and lose this one, um, especially with yeah. with as 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 strong as uh, the rest of the conference has been looking. So, um, definitely interested in in how Texas does. Yeah, me too. I've, I've no, got I a candidate. I've got a candidate for a crappy game of the week. Um, Indiana is at Nebraska. Um, oh my god! I haven't checked uh, SP Plus for these two teams, but I can almost guarantee you they're both in the hundreds. Like these these teams are are god awful this year. Um, <laughs> one's already fired their coach. The other one uh, is is just bad, <laughs> just all around bad in Indiana. Um, this may be Nebraska's last shot for a win this season. Um, 
whatever you do, don't watch this. Watch, <laughs> it, it, watch any other game that's on. Yeah, that game takes the L for the week, no doubt about it. Call it an NIL deal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, man. That was that was big chase right there. <laughs> hey, I had I don't know if I ever said this on here. I had the perfect chase kind of joke, and Brittany's the only one that, that heard it, so no one else got to appreciate it. <laughs> it was back. It was back on week one, you know, and uh, they had that Monday night game, Clemson and Georgia Tech, and it was the Chick Fil A kickoff, and um, uh, I turned it on, and Brittany was like, "Oh, the." The Chick Fil A kickoff games tonight. I was like, yeah. Uh, I was like, it's Chick Fil A, so they couldn't have it on Sunday. <laughs> so they had to have it today. <laughs> All right, I'll give you credit for that. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm all out of uh, I'm all out of games for this week. Yeah, I am too. Uh, well, we'll get y'all out of here. Uh, y'all one that's with us. Who, who's with us? I don't know who you are, but thanks for uh, joining sudden, us. A uh, sudden checked in about 15 minutes ago. Yeah, I figure it must probably be him. I don't know. I've seen it kind of fluctuate a bit. But yeah. um, thanks for joining us on this week's episode of the Ineligibles podcast with Will Chase and Hayden. We, uh, we'll see you next week. Oh, it is Sutton. Thanks for joining us, Sutton. (laughs) All right, y'all. Have a good one.